We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Salute to Knicks Nation. CP from Knicks Van TV here. And today's podcast is brought to you by Scotch Porter Men's Grooming Products. As you guys know, this is the grooming products that I use for my beard. I particularly use their premium beard wash, conditioner, balm, and serum. And I just love how it makes my beard feel, man. It, it feels soft, it's shiny, it's smooth, smells great, and most importantly, they use all natural products. And for all Knicks Fan TV, the podcast listeners, you can get free shipping on all orders on $50 or more. And also, they always have sales on their beard collections, so definitely check it out. You're going to want to go to www.scotchporter.com slash hashtag KFTV. That's scotchporter.com slash hashtag KFTV. Peace. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Knicks all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. All right, here we go. Salute to Knicks Fan TV. Salute to Knicks Nation. How's everybody feeling out there? Happy Friday, man. We made it to the weekend. CP from Knicks Fan TV here. If you're a diehard Knicks fan, diehard basketball fan, hit that subscribe button below and the notification bell so you don't miss anything. So let's talk. Let's talk. This is this is a halftime, lunchtime hour. Salute to everybody at work right now. Wanted to come on and uh, touch on a couple news and rumors because the, the drama is just getting ridiculous, people. It's, it's just a lot of noise going on out there. Hey, a lot, of, a lot of fans are angry right now, rightfully so. There's been a lot of, a lot of garbage going on through the media. And, and if you want to argue a lot of garbage going on at MSG right now, on and off the court. So I, w- I wanted to uh, bring it back to basketball and just touch on a few things. So we got the Thunder coming into town. Knicks versus Thunder tonight at MSG. And uh, one name that has been brought up is one CP3 Chris Paul. Now, Isola was the original source of this rumor that the Knicks would kick the tires on a CP3 trade. First reaction to it is Isola is... Um, Known to make things up, known to fabricate news. So I'm not going off of 
his news, but I do still think that CP3 being a former client of new Knicks president Leon Rose, I think it is possible that the Knicks would look into a trade for CP3. I really do. I think they're close. And with, with CP's three salary, I, I think it is uh, a trade is possible. I think a trade is possible if the Knicks wanted to go that route. So let's look at the pros and cons of a CP3 trade. Um, number one, listen, CP3 is having an outstanding year this year, man. CP3 is having an absolutely monster year, averaging 17, 6, 4 rebounds. He's got the Thunder in sixth place in the West. All right, the Thunder sixth place in the West right now. CP3 is having an absolutely sensational year right now. Played 61 games. He's been healthy. You know, he's been healthy. Um, averaging 35 from three, 48 from the field, 90% from the free throw line. He, he's been pretty much vintage CP3 here. Uh, listen, I mean, he's, he's playing well. All-star. He's putting up all-star numbers, no doubt about it. You could argue that Shea Gilgis Alexander's uptick in play, his improvement in play, he could be up for a most improved player. Uh, that could be attributed to CP3. You know, he's been that good for this Thunder team, man. A lot of people thought when he got traded to the Thunder, a lot of people thought it was an exile. You know, a lot of people thought he he, he was just going to be thrown out there. No man's land, but this team is playing solid basketball, man. This team is playing absolutely solid basketball, and, and you can definitely chalk that up to Chris Paul. No, no doubt about it. So if you look at the play, you look at um, the improvement of the team, there's no doubt that Chris Paul can come here and help us. Chris Paul can come here and help uh, groom the young guys. He can certainly have an impact on our young guys. He could definitely get Mitch going, get RJ going, uh, the future point guard. You, you know, you still go into the draft and go get a point guard, but Chris Paul can certainly um, help this team develop if you're talking about development. I think all those things would be um, a factor for for CP3 coming here. Now, also, for some of you, this might be a plus for some of you. With CP3 making, uh, he's going to be earning close to $80 million over the next two years. Any type of trade featuring CP3, you're going to probably have to factor in Julius Randle in that deal. Just to make... I right, pardon the interruption. Lost, uh, lost a little power there. My 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 streaming platform just went down. So we back up and running. So as I was saying, you know, obviously from a from a plus side for some of you, Randall detractors, you know, Julius would probably have to be in any type of deal for CP3, no doubt about it. So that that's a, a plus for for some of you guys. Now on the minus side, obviously you got to start with the cost. What is it going to cost? to get CP3. At one point when he first got there, a lot of people thought that the Thunder would have to be the ones that's going to pony up a draft pick or a lottery pick to get CP3 there. Now, the way that the Thunder are playing, you know, they may not be as motivated to trade CP3 as we once thought. So (laughs) now it becomes, what is the price? What is it going to cost the Knicks? To try to get CP3 here. And and if the Thunder are looking for draft picks, I'm out. Uh, I'm out. Count me out of it. If the Thunder are looking for draft picks, absolutely count me out of it. Secondly, yes, he has been uh, you know, fairly healthy this year, but he's 35. 
He's 35. Who's to say he's going to hold up in, in the future years? You know, that, that is a risk at the, at the amount of money you're going to pay him. It's 40 plus million dollars. And shout out to Leon Rose for getting him that bag because, uh, CP, CP3 is cashing out. So the injury is certainly a concern. The cost is certainly a concern. And, and yeah, you know, the $40 million is a lot. I don't think the Knicks are, are really going to be uh, really in the game uh, for free agents. So I don't, you know, it, it's, it's not the worst thing in the world. And he could certainly help the team. But I, I would just be cautious. I wouldn't be paying a lot for it. You know, I wouldn't be paying a lot for him. That's for sure. But I certainly think he can help this team. I don't think you could even question that. I don't even think that's a question. So what do you guys think about it? I left the poll up. If you hit the eye icon, um, leave a uh, vote on, on tonight's fan poll. Let us know what you guys think about it. So to everybody in the chat right now at the lunchtime hour, we got uh, crossing 200. Crossing 200 in here watching. So if you guys are at work, leave me a hashtag work. And, and uh, you know, let, let me know that you guys are in here, man. If you guys are new in the chat, leave a hashtag new as well. I'll shout you guys out. Definitely want to shout out Shane Mack from New Jersey. He says, hell no, state of course, draft a point guard. I definitely agree with that. I still think you can go draft a point guard and bring in CP3 to help groom him. I think that is absolutely possible. You know, I think that is absolutely possible. So um, I don't think he stymies your team as much as you would think. But again, there still are negatives. So let's hear from the phones. We got a couple people want to call in, talk about it. Lambo, what's your thoughts on it, man? How you feeling, bro? Oh, I'm good, bro. You, um, I'm with it. Okay. I'm telling I I'm, I, I agree. I think we should go for him. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I'm listening loud and clear, bro. Go ahead. Yeah, well, I mean, what's your reasoning? I agree with what you were saying about the Knicks having, like, a circus going on, this, that, and the third. What I like about CP, he seems like a wholesome type person and no-nonsense, organized, ball-playing. And honestly, we really need somebody who's going to help come set a structure. And I honestly believe his presence is strong enough to ground these players and stay focused on the court. You know what I'm saying? And not be focused on all of the shit that's my fault. All of the things that's surrounding the things that's going on. Yeah. And we're, I like Randall a lot. I like what he's done for the squad already. But, yo, he's like a free radical without a structure. And when he starts driving, I've seen a lot of people talk about empty or bottomless points. Yeah. I'm starting to see that he really starts to draw experience away from the people who need to learn. He doesn't know how to help them. You know, some, some people could play a game and win and help you become a better player. That's what LeBron does. And then you have other players who are good on themselves and they don't teach you or bring you into the game. Yeah. And I hate to like out Randall that way. That's what Randall does. And CP does the opposite. I think that we it's perfect because we need a point. He like he checks so much boxes and we already, you know, we got the money. And I think the two years here, I agree with you again with the uh the point guard, he will be able to facilitate whatever point guard we get. Mm-hmm. He'll be able to walk them into the role of a point guard. Okay. Uh, I hear you, bro. Good points. De- definitely good points. So Lambo says we, we need that discipline. And I definitely agree with that. We definitely need that discipline. Uh, I think, you know, CP3 can certainly help there. Um, to me, I wouldn't, I wouldn't make this my first priority. 
there's two there's two people I would go after first and foremost in this offseason. Now, I don't think we got a shot at either one, but hey, you got to be in it to win it. First person I'm inquiring about, if I'm Leon Rose, is Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram, if we can, he's a restricted free agent. If we can find a way to get Brandon Ingram in here, that would be it. That would be the move. You listen, Pelicans are probably going to match any offer, but you never know. So we'll see. Maybe he could be had. Maybe Leon Rose can can come up with some sort of, uh, uh, you know, poison pill in the contract to steal Brandon Ingram. I don't, I don't know, but I would. That would be my first priority. That would be my first priority. Yes, I would give man Brandon Ingram the max. Some of you guys don't think he's worth it. I would do it. I would do it. We have absolutely nothing to lose. Absolutely nothing to lose by uh by bringing Brandon Ingram in here. Second person I'm looking into again, not realistic. I'm looking at Joe Harris, man. It you know the Nets. Joe Harris right now is making eight million dollars. A lot of people are speculating that he could fetch double that uh, on the open market. Will the Nets be willing? I think the Nets would have to go over the salary cap to get him, uh, to keep him at that at that uh, market value. So, it, could he shake loose? I don't, you know, I don't know. Could could Joe Harris shake loose? Is is the question? But. Uh, that, that, that's another one I would look at, man. It's Joe Harris. We need a marksman. We need a sharpshooter on this team. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. I think he's shooting over 43% from the field, from three point lane plays defense, you know, does a lot more than just shoot threes, but I think the Nets are going to have to make a decision between, uh, Harris, Jared Allen. Eventually they're going to have to make a decision on Dinwiddie, not yet, but further down the road. And, you know, does they're going to go to KD and figure out whether or not um, and figure out whether or not he's happy with with going with that team and, you know, going with that team going forward. They're going to have to figure that out with KD, man. So uh, let's see. Uh, let's see what happens. But all, all speculation, obviously, at this point in time, um, let me get back to the phones. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for your boys. Zay from Maryland. Zay, how you feeling, man? Good. How you feeling? Good, bro. What's going on? It's good. It's good. Um, my opinions on the trade, uh, but people are looking at it as if it's like a quick fix option that the Knicks are trying to go after. Mm-hmm. And they aren't looking at the, the long-term, like, thing. People keep saying, oh, youth movement, we need to prioritize the youth, as if, let's all 15 people be under 25, 24, and let's push them out there and, and they'll let them figure it out. <clears throat> That's not how we build some type of system, any type of culture. you got to have the right vets in there to kind of mold it. Half of the issue that we have is because our young guys aren't competitive. They still hang out, play Fortnite, do whatever they want during the off season, and they're not focused on getting better as like basketball players to be competitive. So, Someone like a CP3 in the locker room, I think it'll do a lot better. And I, I can guarantee you, okay, C wouldn't look the way they would look now if CP3 wasn't in that locker room. With, no chance. Uh, Shea Gilgit Alexander. So, CP3, two years, 
we have a bunch of money. Two years dealing with CP3, paying whatever money to CP3, and having the young guys that we have now uh, find a way to retain the young guys. I don't. I don't think that's a bad thing, especially if he can help get our point guard situation squared away for after that two years. Yeah. What so about, I, I don't think not looking at it as CP3 is going to take it. But. Yeah, I don't. I don't listen. I, I don't think it'd be the worst idea. I don't think it'd be the worst idea. You're still going to catch your point guard in the draft, and yeah, the money's a, the money's a lot. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, if you're looking at free agency in that regard, I'm not sure what you know. What are the good options out there that can really help this team? But that that you're going to need the money for in the over the next two years. Exactly, and, and I feel like. Uh, on the Melo situation as well. I feel like bringing Melo back to really solidify and kind of close out the whole situation with him looks better for the optics. It's not necessarily to bring him in to, for us to instantly start winning again. It's better for the optics of the way we sent him out originally. Yeah. And it's going to help the free agents and the players in the league to recognize, okay, well, the Knicks are actually doing good by players. But we're not going to get any players if, the, if players feel like if they come here, all we're going to do is try to force them to get us to the playoffs. If, if it doesn't happen, we're getting rid of them. Mm-hmm. No players are going to want to come to a system where, you know, it's so hot and cold. <laughs> One minute we love them, next minute we want to get rid of them. So, yeah. you know, you got to see some type of consistency with doing right by the players, not necessarily doing right by the office. Okay. So, so on the, uh, I mean, the mellow thing, the mellow. I'd be a little bit, I'd be more against the mellow thing than the CP3 thing, to be honest, even at the money. I don't think I see Mello Mello's fitting a nice role with the Blazers right now. Um he's fitted he's filling he, he's filling in, he's filling his role nicely. Uh he, he he's being a model citizen with them. He was the guy here. You know, Mello this was Mello's team. This was Mello City for 7 years. Can he come here? And really take a back seat to some of the younger guys and, and say, okay, no, this is, you know, this is is your domain. I don't think so. I, I don't I don't see Melo being able to do that. You know what I mean? I, I just don't see that happening. So Melo, I'd be a little bit more leery. I'd be I would be a little bit more leery for Melo. Um Jay Boogie says he's against it. Jay Boogie, how you feeling, man? Talk to me, bro. How you feeling? What's good with the industry of the Knicks fan base, man? I'm against that right now. Only, as you said, Randall can be in it. Think about CP3 is. See, when you play, when, when you're on the basketball course, especially when you're a point guard and you're a veteran, you got two different skills. One's a teacher and one's a shower. The shower is an on-hand shower. That's why I see. He is so good because he's an on-hand show. Remember, he got robbed for the MVP in New Orleans. If we was going to get CP3, we should have got him at the beginning of the season. You know what I'm saying? But so many people was like, nah, 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 nah. But CP had something to prove. You know what I'm saying? He had something to prove. And he got robbed for that for that um, MVP down there in New Orleans. He's a master at making somebody else better. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't really, LeBron and him is the only two, really, that make anybody better than what they are. You know what I'm saying? But... 
being that we didn't do it then, there's no need for us to bring them now. I'm totally against it. Only, as you said, if we can put Randall in that trade. Right. If Randall can be in that trade, then I ain't got no problem with that. Because we, we need some, not only, we need some leaders and, and, and some discipline and some, you know, some, some fatherhooding inside our locker room mm-hmm. to make sure, you know what I'm saying, that the young guys, even though when things look bad on the court or or in the off the court, we got to still keep focused. You know what I'm saying? We need that fatherhood. We can't slip or nothing like that. But what I would do as of right now, because the way we're going from three, four to five, we don't know what pick we're going to have. But the solidified pick, that second pick, that second first round pick that we get ready to get from um, um, the Clippers is not going to be all that, all that. But I will trade them two first round picks to go get that boy Alexander from OKC. That six five KD can knock down the trade, and he's solidified for the next ten years. Let's see if we can trick the Clippers with that. See if they'll jump out on you that. Mean the you know Thunder. what I'm saying? Yeah, nah, but, you're not getting um, you're not getting Sam Presti with that, man. That's that's their future. If they get rid of CP3, well, that's their future. And we don't know what Leon might do. He might dance for us. We don't know. But as they keep talking about Tom Thibodeau coming like that, you know what I'm saying? If he comes, I need Mitch and I need RJ to start studying the Chicago Bulls player with Joe Kim Noah as Mitch, and I need RJ to start studying Lou Aldine. Those two, because if you remember, Joe Kim Noah was a double double, and sometimes he was averaging, he was getting a triple double in games. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we know Mitch is a double double player. You got to start watching players, you know what I'm saying, in certain systems that you're talking about coming. If, if Tom is coming like they say, they need to study those two, man, right there, man. Because Mitch okay. and RJ is our future. I- All right. Pre- appreciate the call, man. So, Jay Boogie says he's 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 not with it. Um, I, I hear that. You're definitely not going to get SGA from him from, for those type of picks. I'll tell you that. You're definitely not going to get SGA from, from Sam Presti with that. So, let's see what's up. Chris from Charlotte, what's going on? What's up, CP man? How you, How you doing? Good. I'm I'm good, man. I'm I'm with it, but on some contingencies. Uh, first of all, I'm like you. I don't want to trade no draft picks, but if Randall can go, yeah, I'm with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the reason I say I'm with it is because, like the last caller said, at least he brings some relevancy to the point guard position, and that's definitely what we need. Um, and and because of his former teammates they all say the kind of demands that he puts on this on the team you know what i mean some accountability you know you know what i'm saying um plus i'm just sick and tired of man seeing you know we have been we in close games we've been in a lot of close games this season only to see julius or alfred do something dumb throw the ball away on a turnover or something toward the end of the game or something i'm just tired of, of, of seeing and, know, and, and, and of as stuff. you mentioned close games the number one team in the league right now, according to the clutch stat, is the OKC Thunder. And we're going to see them tonight. And they run a lineup in clutch games. They are the number one team, according to net rating, in clutch games, which which is considered um, within five points, within five minutes of the fourth quarter. They run a small ball lineup yep. of CP3, Schroeder, SGA, Danilo at the four, and then Adams. So it's going to be interesting to see yep. how the Knicks try to counter that should we be in a close game tonight. You're going to see that lineup tonight. I want to see how Mike Miller kind of counters that in, in the chess game. Yep. my only The only thing I'm hesitant about is because uh, everything has shown us that players come here and then they suck. 
That's the only thing I'd be scared of because it seemed like no matter who we get to come here, yeah. they they suck. Nah, I, they I don't I don't see that with CP3 though, man. And, and appreciate the call. See, CP3 would come here and ball out if he's healthy. CP3 will come here and ball out. I mean, you talk about one of the, one of the best to ever do it. No doubt about it. I mean, CP3 is skilled. Um, he he's a gamer. He's clutch. Or you know, back in his prime, you know, CP3 is a gamer. I I don't see him fading into the into the into the spotlight, no way. I, I think CP3 would would step up to the challenge, no doubt about it. Manuel from the Bronx, how you feeling, man? Hey, what's going on? Good, man. What do you think? Hello. Yeah, I'm in. Loud and yeah, clear, bro. I'm, I'm for it. Uh, all right, I'm for it regardless. One, he brings. He's gonna help develop. Two, he's gonna help the culture. Three, it doesn't even matter if he gets hurt. You know why it doesn't matter? Because when you look at it. It, you can look if he gets hurt. You can look at it as him being a placeholder. That money as a placeholder. Yeah. So regardless if he does play or not, the kids are going to get an opportunity to play as he helps them on and off the court. Mm-hmm. Also, also, um, I'm for it. it. It's just it's just a good look. It's a good look around the league because wasn't he the the president of the the players union? He was, he was, so, yeah, it, exactly. So I think I think it's a good look for around the league as well, because he's connected to uh, other players around the league. Now my question is, what the hell is going on with the front office? Because if they're making this, these moves before doing anything with the front office, does that mean Scott Perry stays? That's 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 where that's that's my question. Oh, why? Um, because he was celebrating the win. No, no, not because he's celebrating the win, because they're planning on bringing in players before making changes in the front office. Nah, that's not, so no, 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 well, because really this, this is all, you know, talk and speculation, you know, this, this isn't a directive from the front office or anything like that, you know, that, that's not what it's about, um, you know, this is just, this is just speculation, you know, amongst the, amongst the front office. You know what I mean? So th- this has nothing to do with, uh, you know, future moves or anything to be made. Um, Scott Perry could very well still be on the way out. You know, Scott Perry could still very well be on the way out. And and a new general manager, new scouts and everything be on the way in. So, no, nah, I, I wouldn't look at it like that. Yeah, but, yeah, like I, like I was saying, um, I'm for it. It doesn't matter. And, okay. and, if, and for guys that think that he's going to take away mid- – he could play all four, and then RJ can move to the three. That's my last point. Okay. I appreciate the call, man. Appreciate the call. Um, right. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Y'all been having some some system issues. I'm not sure what's going on with my uh, computer here. It's it's not it's not somebody was saying they 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 mess with the live stream. Nah, it's not even that. I'm having some system issues here. Um, running the stream today. Not sure what's going on. All my my application memory has been kind of going crazy. So uh, hang tight. Appreciate all the patience um, that you that you guys have been showing by tuning in. Think I'm going to cut the show because this is this is not even working. Out. Um, and it, and it's it's looking pretty terrible. So I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. 
Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.